Hey guys, just want to quickly jump on before the episode starts and say there was a name I forgot. I forgot who the other half was that it came from the Penrith Panthers um, to the Newcastle Knights. It's Jack Cogger. Uh, obviously played 14 for the Panthers in the grand final. Had a big game off the bench when Jerome Luai went off. Apologies for forgetting his name. Had a million other things on my mind when I was recording this and just trying to get uh, all of the content set and ready to go for you guys this February. So apologies for that, but it was Jack Cogger that I was thinking about. And obviously you guys would have known that, but as I said, had a complete mindfuck uh, and that is on me. Apologies for that just before the episode gets underway, but make sure you sit back, relax and enjoy. Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League. We're going to be continuing going through our 1-17s for 2024, our best 17s for 2024. This one's going to be a little bit of a shorter one. We're going to be going through the Newcastle Knights and the New Zealand Warriors. And then in the final episode, uh, in the next two days, we'll go through the Melbourne Storm the Broncos and the Penny Panthers to make it really interesting and a great way to finish up what has been a really awesome series. But we're going to be going through the Knights and the Warriors today. Plenty of talking points uh, with these teams as well. With Newcastle, you've obviously got that empty winger spot that Dominic Young has left. Who's going to get that spot? Is it going to be Anari Chihuahua, who has the experience? Or are you going to give the young gun a go in Tom Jenkins? Who are you going to pick there? As for the Warriors, their whole forward rotation is always a bit of a mystery. Plus, they've got to prepare for life after Sean Johnson and life after Adam Fenua Blake, who obviously goes off to the Sharks in 2025 as well. How do they build their rotation based on these factors, both of these sides? are going to be really interesting. Let's get straight into them. We're going to start off with the Newcastle Knights. At fullback, obviously, we have Kalen Ponga there. He ended the year so well uh, in the fullback role. Obviously, got the Dally M. Think about now him having a full preseason in that fullback jersey. He is going to be all the better for it. He could get the Dally M for a second year in a row. He plays the whole year how he did in that back end of the year, if that makes sense. Uh, very Excited to see Callum Ponga uh, really go for it and have a full season, full preseason, I should say, in the fullback role, not having to worry about if he's going to get moved into 5'8", potentially getting that origin spot back as well. Callum Ponga, fullback all year, I cannot wait. Now, the wing spot is where it gets interesting. Greg Marju will be on the left-hand side uh, with the centre that's always been on the left for the Newcastle Knights for the past two years in Bradman Best, the best option Bradman Best, which we'll talk about a bit later. But on this right-hand side, you've obviously got Dane Gagai at centre, giving it a little bit of, you know, jumping ahead a little bit, I am, uh, in this podcast. But you've got Dane Gagai on the right-hand side. Who partners him on the right-hand side on the wing? Do you pick Anari Chuala or do you go with the young gun, Tom Jenkins? Anari Chuala, great player. Really rate him. I think he's great as a second-string centre. Don't think he's what they're looking for on the wing. Tom Jenkins, he provides the toughness, the X factor on the wing. 
that they are looking for to replace a guy like Dom Young. They've obviously got a few wingers on the market at the moment, the Newcastle Knights they can go for, including a recent um, you know, guy that's come into the fray a little bit, David Nofaluma. Do they go for Dave Nofaluma or do they keep what they've got? I'd be keeping what we uh, what they have. And I'd be sticking with Tom Jenkins, an absolute freak. We saw his ceiling at the moment with Penrith Panthers when he did come in those times. I think it was Brian Toto that might have been injured or Sinita Ruva might have been um, out a few games as well. I don't know which winger was out, but uh, when Tom Jenkins did come in, he was outstanding and I really do rate him highly. I think that he will be the guy to come in on that right wing and I'm very excited to see him do so. But my whole back line is KP at fullback, Tom Jenkins and Greg Marju on the wings with Dan Gagai and Bradman Best in the centres. Bradman Best, can he get back into that origin form? We'll have to wait and see. And Dan Gagai, maybe he pushes to get his spot back as well. Obviously, in the twilight of his career at the moment, Dan Gagai, but I still think we can get a big season from him. He's had some big games in 2023. I'd love to see some more big games from him in 2024. So that's my back line. In terms of my halves, we're keeping it the same as last year just because you've got a guy uh, in – what's his name? Um, fuck. What is his name? It's escaping me now, but he came in in the grand final in the 14. Um, he, I can see his face in my mind, but his name escapes me. I'll, I'll think of it in a second. But um, you've got you know a premiership-winning 14 half, obviously coming in at a big game uh, for Nathan Cleary. Um, obviously, in that grand final. You know, a lot of people would have had him coming in for Tyson Gamble. I don't. I think Tyson Gamble was really, really good. He combined well with uh, Jackson Hastings as well in this team, put in 110%, such a competitor. Young, uh, still two. He's only 27, 28. Um, You know, Tyson Gamble, he's not too old. He is in the peak of his powers at the moment, obviously at a late start, but he's got so much potential and having two experienced halves, in your side is rare, and I, that's what I want. I want Tyson Gamble. I want Jackson Hastings. I love this halves pairing. And plus, as I said, Tyson Gamble, such a competitor. You know what you're going to get out of him every single game. Uh, so Tyson Gamble is my 5'8", with Jackson Hastings as my halfback. Uh, Jacob Siafidi, um, you know, he starts in the front row. I think that at the moment, he's in better form than Daniel is. Obviously, uh, throughout that 2023 season, they both had their fair share of injuries, but I thought that Jacob was a little bit better than what Daniel was. So Jacob starts for me. Uh, and then he, and obviously, and in the other front row, I should say, Jesus cannot speak. Um, Leo Thompson will play that role for me. I think Leo Thompson is in that other front row spot. Uh, Phoenix Crossland is at nine for me as well. So a really dangerous front row pairing. Jacob Saifidi, Leo Thompson, who is in that Kiwi squad, uh, absolutely branded as well. Really talented front rower. Uh, and probably the future of one of the better front rowers in our competition, going to be one of the better front rowers in our competition over the next few years. I've said it plenty of times on my podcast. He, We haven't really seen the ceiling of Leo Thompson yet. I'm keen to see the ceiling uh, of Leo Thompson going into the next few years. So Leo Thompson is in the front row with Jacob Saifidi. Phoenix Crossland, for me, is the starting nine. I want to ease Jaden Braley slowly back into this team. I don't want to start him straight away. So Phoenix Crossland does start. He was in the better form towards the back end of the year. And yes, a little bit unfair on Jaden Braley because he wasn't playing. But I've got Phoenix Crossland in at nine starting because he was terrific in 2023. 
uh, filling in um, for Jaden Braley and has become a full-time hooker now as well. So uh, Phoenix Crossland starts. Tyson Frizzell moves over to the left edge back row, obviously where Lachlan Fitzgibbon was playing. Uh, Lockie Fitzgibbon obviously leaving to the Super League. You're going to have to fill that spot, and Tyson Frizzell goes straight over there for me. You think about this left edge and attack, you've got Bradman Best, um, and uh, Greg Marju on that side. Greg Marju, a try-scoring machine. So is Bradman Best. you got Tyson Gamble in the number six over there with them. Tyson Frizzell runs great lines, really solid back rower, plays left edge back row really well and has done it many years in origin and for the St. George Illawarra Dragons as well. He is definitely there on that left edge back row. Uh, and I think he'll do a really good job there with Callum Ponga roaming down that side as well. It's going to prove to be a really dangerous left-hand side. Uh, and then Dylan Lucas, I think, wins that spot on the right. I think that Dylan Lucas, when filling in last year, was sensational. Uh, he comes in and on that right-hand side and does a really good job. Uh, conventionally, came in as a center winger a few years ago, but has really bulked up and you know really changed his game to suit that back row role. And He's one that I'll definitely be watching in 2024. As I said, in terms of guys we haven't seen the full ceiling of yet, I think that Dylan Lucas is one of those guys. Adam Elliott in the 13 for me, that's a lock. Um, I don't see any other uh, player really competing for that spot other than maybe Matt Croker. But Adam Elliott, he has the experience. You keep him in there. Uh, and obviously with Kurt Mann gone now, there's no one really to compete for that spot. So Adam Elliott is the 13. Uh, Jaden Braley is my 14. As we said before, we want to ease him back into first grade. Obviously, been injured for the whole of 2023 and pretty much the whole of 2022 as well. So, hasn't played a ton of footy over the past two years. You want to e- ease him slowly back into this team, and you do that through putting him in the 14. He might even start the year in New South Wales Cup. Um, it depends how he's going in the preseason. I've heard anything um, out of the uh, Knights side, so... I wouldn't know too much, but um, I would assume that you would bring him back off the bench. A lot of people will have him starting straight away. When you've had a guy that's done his ACL two years in a row, you sort of want to ease him back into the team. You don't want to chuck him in into the deep end straight away. So Jaden Braley in the 14. Daniel Saifidi in the 15. Jacob's been playing better. Daniel, I think, provides more impact off the bench. We saw that at the back end of last year. Daniel played a key role off the bench for me. And that was a key reason why the Knights were doing so well. He provided a great impact off the bench. Daniel Saifidi, Matt Croker, he can play that roaming lock sort of role, uh, has great ball skills. I think he can play lock off the bench really well to a high click. Um, I think it's really valuable to have a guy like Matt Croker in your team. And then Jed Cartwright to play either in the middle or on an edge. He can also fill in at center if there's an injury. It's great to have a guy like Jed Cartwright coming off your bench as well. So uh, that is my 1-17 to for the Newcastle Knights going into next year. If I've forgotten anyone, please let me know in the DMs of my Instagram. But we'll move on now to the New Zealand Warriors. And this one's going to be very interesting, this lineup. They've still got a very strong team. I feel like the premiership window is closing. You've got Adam Fanua Blake leaving to the Cronulla Sharks uh, next season. Sean Johnson apparently retiring. It's going to be his last year, reportedly, in 2024. You want to go out with a bang with Sean Johnson potentially retiring at the end of the season. Uh, it's a big year for the New Zealand Warriors, but you've also got to look at life post 
Sean Johnson and post Adam Fanua Blake, which is going to be really interesting. And we'll have a real big deep dive on the bench uh, for the Warriors and how they're going to use this bench as well. It's going to be a big topic of discussion, but Fullback for the New Zealand Warriors going into 2024 is Chance Nickel Clockstart. He's the future. He, you have to chuck him at fullback. You don't chuck Roger there because Roger is only going to be there realistically for another two to three years. You don't want to put him at fullback only for two to three years to not have anyone for the future. Chance Nickel Clockstart is the future at fullback. Keep him at fullback. And obviously, Roger Tulvashashek has been playing a totally different game of uh, football over the past two years. You want to bring him back slowly anyway. Even if the plan was to put him back to fullback, you wouldn't want to chuck him at fullback straight away. I like him at center. I really do. I feel like he is going to really be lethal next to a guy like Dallin Martinez Lesniak, giving him great service. Also being a dangerous runner of the football as well. So maybe Dallin Martinez Lesniak doesn't score as many tries as he did last season because Roger Tuovashek loves to run the football. Very interesting topic of discussion there, but. My wingers are Adelan Watanis, Lesniak, Marcelo Montoya. Lock them both in. They were terrific. They scored a ton of tries in 2023. Lock them both in. Not much else to be said. Roger Tuovashashek is on the right wing. Rocco Berry. He, no, that's actually a tough one. Do you put Roger on the left? Because Rocco Berry did play right uh, center last year. I changed that. I'll correct myself there. Rocco Berry will be on the right center with Dallin. So that changes things for Dallin as well. That's a really nice combination. I'm going to put Roger on the left with Marcelo Montoya. I think that's a lot better, actually. It suits the side a lot better as well. Roger Tulvasha checked love. Uh, did play right wing when he was at the Roosters. But I think Rocco Berry, again, when you're preparing for the future, you've got a young guy like Rocco Berry, who is generally a right center. You want to keep him on the right-hand side. So it'd be Rocco Berry and Dallin on the right. And then you've got Roger Tuovashashek and Marcelo Montoya on the left. I actually like that much better now that I think about it. So my back line is Chance at fullback, Marcelo Montoya and Dallin Watani Zelezniak on the wings, Roger Tuovashashek and Rocco Berry in the centers. Luke Metcalf is in the number six for me. A lot of people have Tamale Martin there. I love Luke Metcalf. You've got to prepare for the future. Luke Metcalf is the future at six. He is such a talented footballer. You've got to play him there in the number six. When we're talking about preparing for the future for the Warriors, Luke Metcalf is going to be the six. Whether you have Chanel Harris-Tavita or Tamale Martin in the number seven, lock in Luke Metcalf in the six, and he'll prove it to you this season. He was terrific last year, was unlucky with injury, but was absolutely outstanding last year. He was one of my favorite players to watch in that New Zealand Warriors side. And that's saying something when you've got an absolute weapon like Sean Johnson in this team, when you've got Anfanor Blake scoring tries, when you've got Jackson Ford in this team as well, Tohu Harris, the absolute OG in this team. Uh, you've got so many guys that are so entertaining to watch. Dallin Watanese Lesniak scoring tries on the wing. But Luke Metcalf was one of my favorite to watch. He was outstanding. Uh, Sean Johnson will be at halfback, obviously. Lock it in. Arden Fanua Blake will start in the front row when, you know, you've got a team where the premiership window, as we said at the start of this analysis, is, you know, probably nearing the end of their premiership window with both Sean Johnson and Arden Fanua Blake leaving. They're probably going to be in a rebuild over the next few years after this year. You want to have the best possible side out on the park as well as preparing for the future. 
Uh, and you can't have the best side on the park without Adam Fenor Blake starting in the front row. Mitch Barnett will also start in the front row for me. He's sort of molded into a front rower. Um, and I think that's where he will play majority of his football in 2024. Wade Egan is at nine. He worries me a little bit because he did get injured quite a bit in 2023. And he has been getting injured quite a bit uh, for the past few years as well. He does worry me, but he is my starting nine. When you're naming the best possible 17, he has to be the number nine in that team. Uh, in the back row, I've got Jackson Ford and Kirk Catewell. Jackson Ford really surprised me in 2023, had a really big year in 2024. I think he's going to have a very similar year. I'm really excited to see how he goes. And then new recruit, Kirk Catewell, one of the more, more unexpected signings of this season. Kirk Catewell going to the New Zealand Warriors. It's going to be big for the Brisbane Broncos, which we'll talk about, obviously, going into uh, the final episode of these best 17 previews. But uh, Kirk Capewell is going to be a massive addition to this side. Uh, you'd imagine he'd be playing left edge back row. So he'd be on the same side as Roger Tuovasha Shek and Marcelo Montoya. It's going to be a lethal left edge. But you've also got a really dangerous right hand side as well with Ford, um, Rocco Berry, and Dallin Wateni Zalesniak as well. Very dangerous outside backs, which they've been known for the Warriors over the past few years. This year in particular, that is going to be their main strike weapon and the intensity that the forwards are playing with in the middle as well. Fuck this side. I would not be surprised if they do make the top eight yet again in 2024. Uh, Torhu Harris in 13. That's a lock. Absolute weapon. Absolute OG in this team. He'd only have one or two years left himself. So keen to see him have a big year in 2023. Hopefully not as many injuries. That would be nice for Torhu and for New Zealand Warriors fans and fans of rugby league who want to see the Wars go well. Uh, Dylan Walker is my 14. He has done a great job in that role. I think he keeps it. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Dylan Walker has usually been playing a role as a roaming middle. Do you have Jazz Tavega on the bench or do you bring in Chanel Harris Tavita or Tamale Martin to play a traditional 14 role, whether that's coming in and playing a little bit of nine or whether that's coming in and playing a roaming role? You've already got Dylan Walker playing that roaming role, but Dylan Walker's almost molded a bit more into a battering ram roaming middle, which is really interesting. It's a really weird rotation. We sort of said this at the start of the podcast. It's one of the weirder rotations for the bench we've seen. Uh, over the past few years. Do you have Tamale Martin and, and or Chanel Harris-Tavita on the bench? If I have to pick between one of them, it's probably going to be Chanel Harris-Tavita. I rate him highly. Um, so, look, it's either Jazz Tavega as the middle in this team or you do carry uh, Chanel Harris-Tavita. I'm cr- carrying Jazz Tavega to be safe and probably waiting until there's injury to bring in Chanel Harris-Tavita into this team or, you know, bring him in towards the back end of the season, maybe not the start. Uh, but Justin Vega at the moment is in jersey number 15 with Dylan Walker in jersey number 14. Murata Neokore transitions into a middle role for me with Kirk Catewell coming into the side. I think the Murata Neokore transitions into a front rower. But it's great to have him on the bench with a versatility that he can jump into the back row or he can jump in into the, into the centers as well. Uh, if there is injury, really love Murata Neokore and his versatility. Uh, and Bunty Olfa as well in jersey number 17. Love him, love his work. Uh, one of the vets in this side and always puts in 110% when playing for the New Zealand Warriors. Up the Waz, 
Cannot wait to see how they lined up in 2024. Now, as we said at the start, next week will be the final episode of the 1-17s, to 17s, the best 17s uh, predictions. We will go through the Melbourne Storm, the Brisbane Broncos, and the Penrith Panthers. I bet you guys can't wait for that one. It's going to be a great way to end this series. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube so you don't miss any content in 2024. Make sure you also follow the TikTok and the Instagram, Big Lezzers League. Make sure to give them a follow and subscribe to the Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well to not miss any content on there. We always have the best content on Big Lezzers League, so don't be the guy or girl that misses out on that, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Oh,